Hello. Hello. And welcome into episode... 134. Of Bourbon and Bad Opinions. I was about to say GPS, so I'm glad you went there. Uh, close enough. Where what we're drinking is slightly better than what we're thinking. Oh, very good. I love this whole uh, oh. this whole kind of round table. Uh, every Everybody sharing the introduction today <laughs> because we are down to people. <laughs> well, you know, Chad's not here hogging all the attention. Well, and John's out making some dollars, so we all about that. That's a good point, which is which is fine, um, because you know we are the smart people. Sean <laughs> <laughs> and the girls are here today, y'all. That's exactly right, Sean and the girls. Um, oh, that could be that could be a good title of this one. Uh, oh, that might work. All right, already out, right out of the gate. So yeah, uh, Carrie's here, Heather's here, Hi. and Sean's here. No, no, What's Chad, up, my people, and uh, Noah Hoy Hoy today. Ahoy Hoy. Yeah, somebody's got to pay pay for this. Uh, that's like, what happens when you work for corporate America. Somebody got to pay for my lifestyle. That's right. He need to get that. Of course, he want to pay for your lifestyle, but he need to get that academic job so you play school. Yeah, I think play it's work. Too, I think it's too late for that. That's true. That Let's be true. real. He's too smart for that. What are you trying to say? <laughs> you hey, know what I'm trying to say. Sean, Sean and I both both agree on this that that academia is a racket. So it is, and we have worked in it. All our all yes. our lives. Yes, we have. Yeah. And dear readers, there's a wonderful book. Dear listener. Dear listeners, readers. <laughs> I was thinking about a book. Dear listeners, um, there's a book by a, a UK professor. His name is John Thielen. It's like on its third edition. It's called The History of Higher Education in America. Mm-hmm. And I recommend everybody read that book because he explains how he got to this system. And somewhere in the early part of that book, he tells you that education is the oldest business enterprise in America. Yeah, I believe it. Yeah, and and the thing of it is, once you get in the system, it's really hard to get out because you don't want to. No. Right? No. Because, you know, when I talk about, you know, just taking a vacation. And so I will say, too, it depends on what part of academia you work in. You couldn't pay me enough money in the world to work in financial aid. Oh, no. There is not enough money on this planet no. that I would work. I don't care what institution Or admissions. I wouldn't do admissions uh, either. Admissions, you get trips. I mean, recruiting trips. Man, um, it just it depends. It depends on what department you're working in. Depends on where you are. But I would say 95% of academia, it's not the real world, y'all. It no, really isn't. God, no. The vast majority of people, before they became professors or whatever, they spent what 20 years learning something yeah. from elementary you know elementary through college and phd programs or mds or whatever and they've never had to work a day in their lives so they don't understand the real world and that's the thing we're not talking like you know like uh, early pub, public school yeah. early elementary high school middle school we're not uh, we are talking about higher education because all that's a hot mess express <laughs> oh, yeah. you guys are talking yeah yeah I worked for a college. I was a graduate assistant at UNLV, so oh, I got okay. to see a little bit of what you're saying. Like the grad assistants do all the work for their professors. Yes, <laughs> I was. I was also a grad. I was a TA. Yeah, you yeah. do all the work for the yeah. professor. And none the credit. If they like you, they might yeah. put your name on a paper. Yeah, right. Yeah. Luckily, all mine liked me. Yeah, so I was. I was okay with that. But uh, yeah, it's just yeah, it's fun fun to be in academia, and it's a hard habit to break. It is because I'm at the re- I'm at, at my place of employment. I'm at the magic retirement. We have a number that it's seventy five. So when your age and years of service equals seventy five, you can retire. Oh wow! But I started running the numbers, and I was going to go get another job to pay for my health insurance and all this kind of stuff. And plus, I couldn't actually draw my retirement until I turned what sixty. 56 TIE craft starts its disbursements. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I was like, well, I might as well stay here where I know the work is easy instead of having to go 
learn something new right. or work at Costco or somewhere, which would be cool, but why stress myself? Well, and your place of employment actually is kind of a bit of a unicorn at this point because, uh, no, it really is because librarians still are able to get tenure. Yes. And that is uh, that has been... What probably like the last five, six, seven years where ten, like uh, um, librarians at colleges that used to kind of be able to get tenure and kind of be full professors and, and that kind of thing. I'm a and full that's, professor. Yes, you are, which is very scary. <laughs> um, <laughs> but that's kind of even died out over the last ten years, um, where they've just said, "No, librarians are not." Oh yeah. So he was grandfathered into the tenure. Well, no, Actually, we still have we're, we have yeah. about four or five jobs out now. For tenure track because that's what I'm saying. UK is still a unicorn in that mm. respect because they still ten they still allow, let their librarians. If you want to jump through those tenure hoops, you can do it. And once you're tenured, you can walk around campus and take photos all day. <laughs> what are you trying to say? What are you trying to say? I enjoy the amazing photos you yeah, capture on campus. Pretty much, yeah. Is campus still there? Speaking of, uh, yes, we got to leave for dear listeners. Uh, Lexington suffered the big wind, the big blow. We had hurricane straight line winds, yeah. strength winds, sixty mile per hour, yeah, seventy, seventy six, seventy, yeah, 70, yeah. gust. So I was on campus today for an event, and uh, it was still there. Although trying to get there was a bit tricky because some of the major roads, roads had large still. trees mm-hmm. and power was spotty. Campus had power. Well, but, and uh, Sarah and I, and I know, uh, Heather, you lost power for what, like three and a half three hours? Three and a half hours. Yeah, 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 not too bad. Um, I know a lot of people were saying that they've got to throw away stuff in their fridges. Yeah. And Mama L is still without And that kind of stuff. And there's days. still people without yeah. power. I have a friend who's still without power. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, yeah. ooh. But uh, I tell you what, Sarah from GBS and I were talking about this uh, earlier today, and I haven't seen it this bad. Actually, John and I were talking about this, too. I haven't seen it this bad since the ice storm of 03. Yeah, because the one the one that was a few years ago wasn't this bad. In twelve in twenty twelve, we had an ice storm, but more of the uh, like the surrounding counties yes. got it than we did. But oh three, there were people that didn't have power for two weeks, mm-hmm. like it two two weeks. And you couldn't find a generator in this town. It was Mm-mm. amazing. No. They were like wait for the truck to come in. And, and what's ser- scary about that is it, it's in the winter when it's cold and you're relying mm-hmm. on your heat. You yep. know. Yeah, luckily it's been a little bit mild kind of right here now. right yeah. now. Right. But that ice storm, that's why we got displaced out of our apartment because we just couldn't stand the temperature. Couldn't like it was more. just it you know, it got down to like 40 degrees or something. We're like we're yeah. out, we're yeah. done. But yeah, I've not seen it this bad without ice. Mm-hmm. I've been here. I was here for the um ice storm of 2021. That February one. We had yeah. that one. It was snow. Yeah, ice, that was snow. yeah, that was brutal for us. Yeah, because we were new. You're right, from the desert. Sure. From the desert. Yeah, when right. you come from the desert and you have a, an ice storm and you're not prepared and you don't own a bag of melt and you don't have a snow shovel <laughs> and you're yeah. stuck in the house. And yeah. you don't know. A, yeah, you just didn't anticipate. Yeah, it was right. scary. And we did lose power then too. I was mm-hmm. like, where did I move? A nice place with yeah. the, with. Well, we used to have four seasons. I'm going to say now we have three. <laughs> Well, you know that day we got all four seasons in one day because it was really warm in the morning, and then it was windy, and then it rained, mm-hmm. and then it got kind of warm again, and then windy again, and then late at night it tried to snow. Yeah, it was like all. I was like, "Whoa!" Well, they are not kidding when they say Kentucky gets all four seasons in a day. Wait ten minutes, it'll change. Wait, it'll change. yeah, you don't yeah, like the weather. So mm. we have actually have the underground utilities out here, and that's what Mama L was fussing about because. All the newer parts of town, it's now code that you have to put mm-hmm. utilities under law. And honestly, to tell you the truth, this is that's one of the many reasons we moved out here yeah. was because there's underground utilities. Yeah. yeah. I like that. So when the rest of the the 
Lexington, Fayette County doesn't have power, nine times out of ten, we still okay. do. Or we don't have, it's not out long. At, right. Because I live a little closer into town than you guys do, mm-hmm. but it's still almost all in the ground out there. And it's mm-hmm. like, okay. Yep. Yeah. That's why I asked you, because I thought maybe where you live, Heather, mm-hmm. that your neighborhood as it's newer out it's there. Rural, yeah. 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 But it's also like, you know. In the middle of nowhere. And, and it's, it, but yeah, the, with the, it's new, newer. So I figured they would have undergrounding. I'm surprised well, that, that they don't. Well, that neighborhood started being built over 20 years ago. But I guess that's oh, newish. It? It's newish. Yeah, yeah, they're still finishing the last mm-hmm. phase. Yeah. But huh, we okay. moved in two and a half years ago, but that there's houses in that neighborhood that are over 20 plus years. So yeah, wow. it's un, um, And then. What we probably need to talk about is like all of the damage and such that we've seen because we've had buildings that were destroyed yep. downtown. Mm-hmm. And I watched my neighbor's roof tiles fly off in rows. They must have lost 50 tiles. I was so afraid of that. So yeah. afraid yeah. of that happening. Yeah. And then we were eating dinner and I looked out and I saw this big white thing go across the backyard. And I said, what is that? It was my neighbor's fascia. Oh yeah. yeah. Big, yep. long, like a 12 foot mm-hmm. piece mm-hmm. bent into a million yep. places. So I text her because it was the color of her house right. and that house is a year old yeah yeah and i said did this come from your house and by this time it was dark she went out with a flashlight she said it's ours and it's bent to hell so they have to replace that mm-hmm. and it sucks like mm-hmm. we we joke that where we live um is the like the windiest spot of richmond because i don't i don't know just the way it sits <laughs> yeah it's so weird how wind does that in yeah. terms of like targets it can, it tar- <laughs> well it, 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 but it's all around like how does it like how does it do that because it is like it's everywhere and it's it's blowing everywhere and it's like why does one house happen to be sitting where it is and gets it but then the other house next to it doesn't i think it has to do with what elevation you're at and, and as far right? as like the, yeah. Yeah. where the mountains and hills are around because we had a piece of our fascia is just a little bit bent and is just going to need to be bent back mm-hmm. down and then we lost part of our fence in the very very back which is it's going to be an easy fix we just got to get somebody out here to fix it yeah but, yeah. but my f- huge fear was losing tiles, roof tiles, roof tiles. Shingles, yeah because yeah. yeah, you can't get on your roof because I, I this morning on sunday morning i went over before we took my mail out to dinner because she i mean breakfast because she still has no power there were like three roof ridge caps off mm-hmm. and i just clambered up there and put them back down and glued them on but your roof, you can't do that on. We can on some parts, yeah. but not like the the very the back, the of, back, where the back yeah. of where it is. Yeah, like I can get out on the front and do whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so where did Mama L pick to eat? Well, see, this morning she just wanted Cracker Barrel. Yum. So we had nice breakfast. I love their breakfast. Now here's the thing: since COVID, they have shrunk their menu. Oh, mm. there is no Uncle Herschel's left on the menu. Really? Uh, no. Can, so speaking of that, can we talk about very quickly and the fact that you went to Cattleman's Road or Cattleman's Steakhouse, yeah. right in Georgetown? There's yeah. one in Georgetown. And there's one in Mount Sterling. I've been to the one in Mount Sterling, and they still have a bona fide grade A, 100 percent salad bar. Yes, they do. I love John, salad bar. John loves their salad and it's bar. Five nine nine with your main with your entree. He goes four nine nine. Yeah, yes. no, and it is fabulous. I want it. They have it, it. It is. It's one of those Mm-mm. old. You remember the old time, like I want the it. what is it? The the um sizzler, 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 yes. like the 
Scissor me- salad bar in the middle Sizzlers. of the restaurant. Yeah. So our out, out west, our Hardee's are called Carl's Jr. Yes. And they had a salad bar. What? And it was what? legit. It was legit. So I'm sorry that John's not here for this conversation. Carl Jr.'s had a salad yes. bar? Because you know it was what? legit. He used to love the Wendy's. Sa- Wendy's had a salad <laughs> yes, bar. Yes, I remember, remember that. that? Remember he that? was all about the Wendy's salad bar. All about it. But Cattleman's Steakhouse mm. still has a grade A legit like old school I'm salad going. bar. For the salad bar. I and Sean won't eat at it. Can't do it. I can't. <laughs> I started losing my, back in the early 2000s, I'm like, you know, Ruby Tuesday's had them. I'm like, you know what? There's too many germs floating around there. There's a sneeze guard. That's what the sneeze guard's for. You know what? I'm in Georgetown last night, and I'm looking at the people. And I'm looking at the peoples. And I'm thinking, <laughs> hell no. <laughs> I'm not eating from that salad bar. So I'm not gonna lie to you. When we go to Case uh, at the place that the <laughs> I'm just looking at him, Heather. When we go to the cafeteria top place where I work, uh, I get I usually get the salad bar. It's a very small salad bar, but I get the salad bar. But I'm telling you, I've never seen a man so, eyes light up so much as when we went to Cattleman's you know, Steakhouse. And, and it's he unlimited was like, salad if you get a bar. Steak, it's four ninety nine. Yeah, unlimited trips. So, Heather, we need to go I to either Georgetown that. or Mount Sterling. I've never been to Mount Sterling, okay, so that should, would be fine. I've been to Georgetown. But <laughs> Mount Sterling's a nice little town. Yeah, it is a nice little town. Yeah, it's not It's not that far. You go past Funchester. And, yeah, it's one of those places yeah. I thought about buying land. Mm-hmm. And then just, again, I, I have colleagues at work who live there. And it, that 30-minute drive to work one way just did not appeal to me. Mm. Okay. I miss salad bars. Like, we buffets were a huge thing in Vegas. Right. And I never really cared for the food food, but, oh, man, I would go right for that salad bar because when family came to visit, they wanted to eat at the various mm, salad yeah. bars mm. or buffets. Right. And you, you you could get down with that salad bar and that dessert station all day long. So, so. I have to ask you, since you since you brought up uh, Vegas real quick, I, I watched this YouTube channel, um, Strictly Dumpling, I don't know if you've ever heard of it. I've Mike, heard you Mike, talk Mikey about it. Yeah, yeah. Um, and he goes around, he just goes around the world and just eats at all these places and stuff. And he was in Las Vegas. Okay. And he ate at the Golden Steer. Steer. Matt and I were just talking about okay. it this morning. Really? <laughs> so he ate there and like, he had, you know, just this ridiculous meal. And I guess it's the oldest steakhouse in, uh-huh. in Las Vegas. Uh-huh. So legit? Is it legit? It's so legit. It's still old timey. It still has it like, I want to say the booths are red and no, vinyl. No, they're, they're black. Black vinyl. It, black. So yeah. it's very old timey. The dark paneled ceilings, no windows, very cool cocktails, Old time everything. Um, Matt and I actually were compiling a list because people ask us often, hey, we're going to Vegas, where should we eat? And we're tired of these questions. So we made this like, basically, entire list of whatever type of food it is, off the strip, on the strip, and fast foods, right? Mm -hmm. So we went through this this morning, it must have took us an hour and a half, and he's like, okay, go, give me yours. And I did, and I told him, you know you got to put Golden Steer on there. And he goes, you think? He goes, I, I want to make a list of things that people wouldn't think to go to when they come to Vegas. See, I've never even more heard tour, of this place. It's more locals that go to it. And that's why you don't know about it. We feel it's more locals. So I went in on like open table and I swear to God they had like 3,200 reviews and four and a half stars. I said, Matt, I told you it's legit. And we didn't go until probably the last few years. I was there 17 years. I probably didn't go until the last two or three years I was there because friends from L.A. had come to visit and asked us to go. It wasn't on our radar either, but oh my goodness. It's in a crummy part of town, right off the strip, literally right off the strip. Um, But 
Ooh, a little sketchy area. I mean, little. It's in a little tiny strip mall, but it's totally worth it. I mean, that, if I can get good shit. food, I'll skip. I remember old-fashioned salads, and I don't remember much, but I do remember old dishes. And so the video that I watched, he got a Caesar salad, which was made table side with a, with a raw egg, which they you don't Are see. Are you anymore, serious? Right? Yes. Weird. Yeah. So they he 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 showed them making it, and it had a raw egg in it, and all that, and made it table side. And then he got like these giant lobster tails and giant, you know, this uh, like a tomahawk steak wow. and like just all this stuff and like it looked legit but i you know sometimes i'm always a little I'm skeptical yes. of the, of these videos Little's especially us. when they have millions of of you know this is subs and stuff legit. okay yeah so golden steer mm-hmm. is 100 percent yeah. legit and we actually had made a list because we knew we were gonna move we knew it was coming so we made this list of like we read these lists actually of like the hundred places you have to eat 100 steakhouses and 100 this and and we went down this list try these mexican food restaurants mm-hmm. try these steakhouses and we were knocking them off the list if we hadn't been there and then covid hit mm-hmm. and the covid's killed everything and yeah. so we were talking about this morning how oh dang we never got to go to circus circus steakhouse it's like super highly rated and then basically the kibosh was put on everything circus circus circus, circus has really and it's highly rated highly rated really yes. i swear because i thought I you would get sw- shot I if know, you went into the casino <laughs> like i legit like have read stuff like you will die if you go to circus no. circus <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Mm. if you were a traveler and you take your rv the koa campground is right there in that parking lot no so, kidding yeah it's not super bad weird yeah Okay, so Golden yeah, Steers legit. Steers that legit. is that's good to know. Mm-hmm. That's good to know because yep. yes, I just I watched a video it. about it this morning. I, I doubt you'll go to Vegas because you don't have any desire to go. But <laughs> if you do, at least you know a list of. Stu- I'll have a list of crazy places no, for you to go. If I go to. to Vegas, it will be just to eat, right? Uh-huh. Because because I want to go to Gordon Ramsay's. Yeah. I Which one? Go, He's Hell's, got Hell's Kitchen. That's I what I go said to Matt. Kitchen. I didn't. Yeah. I never went. So he has a burger place in Planet Hollywood that has these amazing burgers, either chicken, turkey, beef, and their milkshakes have pudding in them. Them. They're the what? best things I've ever had in my life. Uh huh. You have to wait in a line that goes stretches down the casino. They don't take reservations, and then you just wait in this line, and it could be forty five minutes. It could be two hours. Weird. Mm. And it's small. It's not a huge yeah. thing. He also has the steakhouse. I believe is in um, Paris, and he has a pub. I Does think he have like fish and chips. He has type a of fish thing? and chips, which I think is more of a fast food place. Um, in the new area, I forget what that's called. But I want I want to go to Hell's Kitchen just Hell's so Kitchen. just so John can get a freaking beef Wellington because mm. his whole oh. life that's on his like bucket list of food. A real beef Wellington. He has a, a he has a restaurant in Caesars that I think is just called Gordon Ramsay. I think I you're right. Yeah, and yeah, I love that place. Really, I love that place. They have sticky toffee pudding. Mm-hmm. They have the um, smashed peas. They have some of the things that are British, but good because he's um, Scottish. I believe he's yes. Scottish. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's not nasty Irish pub food like you would think, <laughs> but it is pub food and a okay. little bit of fun. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. He's one of my faves. Yeah. yeah. I just want to go to Vegas to eat. Yeah. Because the house, I'm not gambling because the house will take the all house, your money. Yeah. Just go there to eat, people, and yeah. save so, your money. So I said that to Matt this morning. We're making this list. I said, damn, I want to go now and eat. And he just got back last week and he said, hook up the you hook up the dog sitter. Let's go. And I said, you just got back. And I want to go to a hockey game. And he goes, well, you're running out of time with the season. I've right. got about, you know, yeah. a month. So yeah. I got to go to a game and I got to go eat. And my first meal, believe it or not, would be this fast food Mexican restaurant called Roberto's for rolled tacos, which for I y'all who heard, don't know are taquitos. I have heard of this place. <laughs> this place has been like on 
the Food Network. I and lived all that. on yeah. it. There was one right around the corner from our house in Vegas. And is I it wanted a chain? That. It is there. It, just in Vegas, a local chain. I mean, I could eat this every day. And do something different, and I huh. miss it. Right. Crazy old school yeah. Mexican food. <laughs> well, we're just gonna have to start your list of like places in Kentucky. So we got Dumas Corner. Yes, we're going there. Yeah. Um, I'm the what was it? The White Light Cafe closed. Rick's it White did. Life yeah, yeah. in Frankfurt. It closed. White, white light, light. White Lightning. White, white Light. No, Rick's, white, Rick's White Light Diner. Yeah, that's right. That's white what it was. Yeah. yeah. I thought you said something totally It was different. in Frankfurt. <laughs> really? Am I going to have to book this? Yes. Okay. Book her. Uh, look, look. <laughs> okay. Booked. 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 <laughs> I'm going to get you booked. Wow. You go. Damn, Chad's not even here. They have people. I'm booking oh, people all over the place. I will, off air, I will tell you. Remind me to tell you okay, about the yeah, yeah, work yeah. story we did and we okay. caused some problems. But, but no, we we need we, like we're gonna have to start getting you a list of places in here in Kentucky that we need to go this yeah, summer. Because, because there's a bourbon. Have you been to Bourbon on Main yet? Down in Frankfurt, it's right on the river. Mm-mm. It's an incredible bourbon bar. I didn't find anything good to eat in Frankfurt. It was gross. No, there's some I good. Pro- there's some spots, but you just have to we know. Have to yeah. You have to know where yeah. to go. And you have to know where to go. Bourbon on Main is. Yeah, it's it's good. It probably not live up to your expectations, but, but their bourbon yeah. list is incredible. Okay. Right. Speaking of of bourbon lists, and I guess just drinks in general, we got to talk about some cocktails. Okay. Because cocktails. I was absolutely remiss in the last episode, <laughs> um, not to acknowledge we the miss. fact that Heather had made us a cocktail. She had made us a legit, legit, legit whiskey sour with like the egg white yes. topper and yes. everything. And it was incredible. Like it Go. was absolutely legit. She's made us another cocktail you gotta have to remind me to talk about it at the end because okay. I want I don't want to talk about it right now okay. but I did want to at least acknowledge the whiskey sour okay. <laughs> um, which was it was legit so yeah with the egg white and everything I'd never had one with the egg white because you know we used to go to Applebee's on Richmond Road the, yeah, they had the old-fashioned right? mix. Well, they had the mix, and so we'd, we'd get whiskey sours <laughs> and what? Tom, 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 no, it was just a Do like, not it, hush your mouth. Tom Collins's that and that kind of thing. So, you know. Uh, Brutus's. I had never had one with an egg white on it, but it was, it was delicious. It was. And did you Thank make your you. own mix? Uh, it was homemade. Homemade, it was, yeah. It's homemade simple syrup, homemade. Yeah. It was just fresh squeezed lemon. It was really and good. And um, bourbon and. That was good. The egg white. Um, I'm not sure I used what the. The fancy cherries, the looks of cherries. Was like the egg white more aesthetic because I don't feel like it adds. No, it 100% adds. It makes Does it, it velvety. Yes. Oh. So without it, you get something like what I made you today, which we'll talk about later. Right. Where you're tasting that lemon sour mm-hmm. refreshing. Okay. So you're. you're your whiskey sour is still going to be refreshing, but the egg white shaken in there, mm. um, it, it kind of comes to the top. Like you shake it, depending on if you shake it with or without ice, there's two different ways you do this. So okay. if you shake it without ice first and uh, with the egg white mm-hmm. and then um, you, it, you, sorry, shake it first, then add the egg white and shake it. Uh, later with the ice, the egg white comes out on top. If you uh, shake it all together with the ice, it all blends together. But uh-huh. either way, you're getting a frothy, velvety, creamier drink. Okay. It's going to be totally different. Okay. That makes sense. That makes Cause, sense. Because I've heard of people like, if you shake with ice, you bruise the liquor. Oh. What? Because what? It, because the ice kind of shake with us. Yeah. What? I, yeah, it's kind of weird. weird. It's one of those things that. I heard. That's like a freaking neck pour. That's it's that's a neck pour. Like I've never heard that. That's a that's a that's a that's a myth. That's just dumb. That's the reason James Bond 
Shake and not stir, but he's had shake yeah, and not bruise the liquor. Give me wow. a break. I always shake with That's ice. That's what I heard. When That's I make I a martini and mm-hmm. the ice, I love when the ice gets broken up in mm-hmm. the vodka. Yes. Well, well, here's the and thing. And you get some little ice chippies little ice in chippies there. Yeah. Yeah. We already discovered that my life is bourbon needs to be, I mean, drinks neat. need to be brown neat. And, and neat. neat. Yes. So I don't know about bruising. It's just what I heard. <laughs> well, it was on the internet. It's dumb. Is, and there's a lot of stuff on the internet, and it is so dumb. This is true. <laughs> you probably got that on the TikToks. It is so dumb. So, what are some like? What are some cocktails like back in the day? Like you know, when you kind of first, I guess, started, could go to restaurants and actually like legally drink, or you know, you're in college, you're like, oh, I'm gonna get this super adult cocktail. First legal drink, ready? Strawberry daiquiri. Oh yeah, of course yeah, it is. Of course, of course, it, course it is. But what was your kind of like go to like adult? Cocktail. We would get these like June bug drinks at TGI Fridays, and it was like Midori oh, and Malibu yeah, and pineapple I remember juice. Those. I remember those. <laughs> yes, it was it was Midori all day, every day, and then yes, yes. Oh my God. See, yeah, I just brought back twenty one for you. And you had the, the worst hangover because sugar. of the sugar. Lord, yes. it tasted so good. And you were twenty one. You didn't care. And the next day, you were like, Oh, brilliant! Why am I so sick? Oh, I'm hoping see, there was like is, some stranger in your bed. Like, who the hell are you? This is the answer I'm looking for right here. <laughs> June right <there>. bug. <laughs> Midori pineapple juice, that, um, probably sweet and sour for all I know. Yeah. Maybe Sprite and a little bit of rum or a lot of rum. Gross. <laughs> I couldn't have that now. If you paid me, my blood so sugar gross. would kill me. Right. We'd be oh, taking the hospital. hospital. You would immediately get beat I love rum, but ooh, she's Betus. an evil bitch. I you would immediately get the beatus. Yes, the beatus. <laughs> yes. So anything, it was definitely that. It was for strawberry. It was okay. all rum drinks. It was yeah. all rum drinks in my 20s. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like a, a Tom. Oh my God. What was yours, Sean? Uh, there were three. Okay. Oh, okay. There was a Long Island iced tea. Yes. Which would kill many yes. a person in the 80s. Yep. Oh, yeah. Um, Killed there, many a person in the 90s. What, like about, the, what about the Tokyo tea, which was the same thing with Midori? Never <laughs> no, had never that. Had that. Oh, you never had that. Never you had lucky. That. Next show. She's an evil bitch. Next show. That never made it, it this step. Not as far, far east. east. Okay. Uh, the next drink was uh, White Russians. Oh, yeah. I love those still. And then, um, what is it? Oh, it's just vodka and orange juice. What's what's the screwdriver? Screwdrivers. I can never remember the name of that Mm -hmm. because I just want vodka and orange juice. So those are the three. Those were the three. Those were the three. Long Island iced teas was what sent me to Chicago in a tracker. Yes. Yeah. And uh, I wasn't drinking them, so I was able to help I drive. Don't, I don't even <laughs> want to know what I did on Long Island Iced Teas. Because right. it's all the liquors you can imagine. Right? Yes. It's, it's it's rum, right? vodka, yeah. There's gin, no iced tea tequila. Involved. The Coke is the tea. You get it's a splash of Coke and, the color. and you get the color yeah, yeah. and it's a tea. So I guess mine would probably be Tom Collins. I never had one. Midori Sour. Oof. Whiskey Sour. Ooh, Midori Sour. Midor- like Midori Sour was like, I never mm. had a Tom Collins. Is that gin? I think so. That's why. But it was friends. like, you know, you just, you, you look at the, right? Yeah. I like the gin, sorry. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you, yeah, we'd look at the Rod menu doesn't. and be like. Oh, Rod does. Yeah, Chad Rod does. does. Chad, Chad does. Chad doesn't. Yeah, Rod, Rod likes the gin. Aviation, sorry, aviation gin for the win, though. I'm telling you, oh if God, you don't like gin, aviation gin will change your yeah. mind. And then the one after that is uh, Bombay Sapphire. Yes. Mm. Yeah. But yeah. Not, that, not the handle of Tangeray I got in my basement right now. No. Okay. <laughs> Rolling down the street, smoking Indo, sipping on gin, gin and juice. Laid back. back. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it was just, and, and then of course the, the, the obligatory mudslide. Oh, right. Yum. That is foul. 
And and we also wow. had um, when we turned twenty one in my area, like in Southern California, there were like it was like this thing where the bars would bring you a shot called a blowjob, and it was kind of like a mudslide. Yeah, yep. I was like, am I going to get booked for this? But that was the shot because you had to do it with your yep. mouth, you know. Right. And it had whipped cream on it, and yep. I think it was like a mudslide. It was something chocolatey, yes. coffee, maybe Kahlua e. Yeah, it had yeah. And so, what was the other one? Sex on the Beach was the I was other one say I remember. Sex, sex, sex on, on the, the beach, beach, Tequila Sunrise. Yeah. Um, so now those it, are both vodka drinks. Yes. Yeah. Mm. So now in my grad school days, I was introduced to the Alabama Slammer. I don't Ooh. know what that is. Oh my god. Okay. So I don't remember what it is, but it's red, and it tastes like fruit punch, and it's very delicious. And I'm pretty sure it has vodka in it. Okay. Sean can look this up okay. or or whatever. Alabama Slammer. Alabama Slammas, and we used to drink those copiously at Shamrocks. <laughs> yes. Are they red with the Roll Tide, Alabama? Is there a tie to that? There's, or there there's, crimson? There isn't. Okay. Um, I think it was just what it was called. I'm not 100% sure. But I just know it came in a pint glass okay. with a straw. Okay. And we used to drink them a lot. Alabama Slammer. Okay, there you go. Oh my God, it's made. It's made with the uh, the candy king of the Midwest. Okay, amaretto, Southern Comfort, slow gin, and orange juice. There you oh. go. Served in a Collins glass. Yeah. Yep. What's making it red? Orange uh, juice with the amaretto. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. It. Yep. Okay. And it wasn't served in a Collins glass. We got them in pint glasses. Wow. <laughs> yeah, it will kill you. Yeah. Uh, yeah a Collins I, glass is tall, though. That's the no, tall skinny. This, this okay. was a pint glass. Trust me. Wow. <laughs> so in my grad school, like right before grad school, I had my club days in Vegas. So I was oh. in my late 20s. And that was when I discovered vodkas. So I would drink like, um, I loved Grey Goose Le Orange with Sprite. And I loved the pear with Sprite. And I would drink... Um, Cape Cods, which is cram- cranberry, cranberry, Cran- no, cranberry yeah, no. and or- is it? cranberry Cranberry vodka. Yeah. Okay, all day long, I would drink those. Never orange juice because my blood sugar would just go crazy. And then I discovered whiskey. But my first whiskey was Jack Daniels. I would drink da- Jack and Diet, which to this day, no, that that is was not mine my jam. too yeah. when I was in college mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. bourbon wasn't big then. Bourbon wasn't mm-hmm. big, but you knew Jack. You right? knew Jack. Yeah. You know, there was Makers and some other bourbons, mm-hmm. but Jack, Jack and Coke, Jack straight, so good. whatever. Yeah, yeah. So those were my two go tos. Yeah. It, it, it evolved into either a vodka cranberry or Jack and Coke. Yeah, like, no. and I still get a Jack and Coke if I go somewhere and oh. their, and their bourbon list is sus. Okay. Mm-hmm. I will like Jack either, either Jack and Coke or Makers and Coke or Makers mm-hmm. and Seven or Seven and Seven. We used to drink Pappy and Coke, so ha 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 Back ha, in the ha, day ha. when it was cheap, I <laughs> thought did. you knew. One time when bourbon was at its height, I went to this, I went to see Caesar Milan with my um, good friend Jeanette, who's also my dog breeder and dog trainer. We went to see him at the Palms and we Wait went to get bourbon. He, he had a show at the he, Palms. He would do like a traveling. He was recording one of his live things and we went to see him because we both love him, right? Huh. So we went to get bourbon ahead of time. We're both bourbon girls and I ordered a Blanton's and Diet. And this one was when bourbon was at its height. And Matt said, I can't believe you're paying that much in a casino to mix that with Diet Coke. He was making fun of me. I loved it so much. I, I didn't I, care. I'm telling you, it was it was crazy. And I've we've told this story on here, and I've told this story numerous Happy numerous places. So we still have the 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 ten year squat bottles. We have. Yes. I'm not going to say how many we have because I'm you know. I'm going to break it to your house. Top secret, right? But you used to be able to go. I'd go into liquor barn on a Friday afternoon before a tailgate and buy them thirty twenty five thirty dollars off the shelf. 
we take them out to the tailgate and we pour them in Coke. Tales from a Kentucky kid. And I gave you one for your graduation from graduate school. Mm-hmm. And you I did. don't think I paid over $35 for it. Yeah. Well, I used to just go Do in. Do you still have it? Or was that back when you drank it? That's oh, when you drank that's it. That's when we drank uh, it. Yeah, and we would. We'd just be out there pouring it, pouring it in Coke, being like, hey, $25 off the shelf. Yeah, and I mean, it's like the thing, like the 23s and all that were like maybe $30. Yeah. Uh, yeah, they weren't nothing. This was yeah. 20 plus years ago. Uh, 2004? Almost, 2002, almost 20. 2002, yeah. 2002, 2003. 20 years ago. Yeah, if I had a time machine, that's what I would do. I'd yeah. go back and clear the, <laughs> I would clear the shelves <laughs> off of that stuff. Because I would. I, I distinctly remember going up to Liquor oh, yeah. Barn on a Friday oh, yeah. afternoon thinking oh we're going out to tailgate tomorrow i gotta get i gotta replenish the stock and grab it about two or three bottles off the shelf at, at 25 30 dollars a pop wow easy blows my mind. and it was the better stuff it was it was Willet, it was the willets that the wellers actually put up yeah it was the stuff and it was, was good. good it was good we had different bourbon experiences i'm yeah, drinking jack out west and you're drinking pappy sorry in coke in, coke. in coke. coke jack and coke but you know what and, and, and you coke. know and you're thinking you were slumming that was the thing yeah because makers right. had the big pr thing mm-hmm. uh, so mm-hmm. that if you went to somebody's house makers was the high end and yep. then they gave you pappy back then it's like oh my god are you poor pappy is crappy <laughs> Pretty much, <laughs> but the thing of it is, I still to this day, if you want to pour Pappy and Coke, go for it. Go for I it. don't. Coke. You do you. It's I your Coke I, and it's your bourbon. And I hate that saying with a passion of five thousand sons. But um, <laughs> the burning passion. Of but the bottom. But the, the bottom line is, I if you drink bourbon, how you want to drink bourbon. I don't think there's no there's not a right or wrong way to drink bourbon, yeah. right? That's yeah. why, um, I don't know if you've done this experience or heard of it, but Heaven Hill has the You Do Bourbon, and mm. it's bourbon your way, so you go in for the tasting, and they really? give you three or four different options, hmm. and you pick which one you like, and you, they tell you at the end what it is, and then if you want to, you can go and uh, bottle your own bottle no kidding. of whatever it is. Oh. So wow. for me, I picked Elijah Craig without knowing, uh-huh. and... I can't remember which one Matt picked, but we each got to bottle our own. You go through, and of course, it's measured, so it's not going to um, let you overfill the bottle. Right, right. But you get to fill it, you get to seal it, you get to stamp it, you get to do the whole thing. Wow. That's called You Do Bourbon. Is Interesting. You do bourbon your own one. Never that an heard of this thing. Um, I think it's a hundred bucks, maybe. I don't know if you pay additionally for the tasting and then the You Do Bourbon, but. Uh, I mean, expensive-ish, but, that's but still, not over that's the still top. No, no, that's reasonable because yeah. you're gonna pay more than that yeah. for certain baubles right? in, yeah. in a gift shop. Easily. Yeah. So I have Easily. a fun video. Matt videoed me filling up. I was just really excited. We did this um, December of 2021. Yes. So okay. Fun. Actually, you know, Heaven Hill, I like. I like that whole Bardstown experience oh, when you me go too. down there. Me it's too. nice. It really it is. is nice. You go yeah. to Heaven Hill and the Bean. The beam and the Willets. So, did you all see? I guess speaking of that, since there's since there's so many distilleries in Bardstown and in that area, you know, and there's a, the, the, you know, people talk about the fungus issue. The fungus on the, right? tra- fungus. On the trees. Well, on everything. So, yeah. have you all seen this? Um, it was in the Daily Mail about, um, the, Jack about the Jack Daniels Lynchburg. distillery, and it's there's just a black fungus everywhere, and people are seen it's to be. It's called distiller's mold or something. Yeah. Distiller's but, mold, pe- yeast or something. The, yeah. the yeast is in the right. air, yeah. and the mold grows yeah. on so, the building. But people seem to be very angry about it. You, oh, it's beautiful, though. It is. You know, it pays for their county. They need to be happy. Because it's all through Frankfurt, especially the it distilleries is. down by the river. Buffalo Trace. Buffalo Trace. Yeah. 
I'm not going to lie. Buffalo Trace is one of my favorite places to take pictures. It's, oh, it's really gorgeous. old. The black stuff growing up the walls. Yeah. Like you get these old right. vintage looking photos with the right filter. Mm-hmm. I just, I love that. I have the best photos of that place. So this this article in the Daily Mail, I, I kind of, I you know, I half-assed it or I rust it as, as John would like to say. Rust it. Um, I love it. So, you know, I half-assed it. But they're acting like, like this is, first of all, the article acted like this is a new thing. It's not. Um, but it also, you know, like acted like that the citizens of the town are very angry They're not. About they know this. what pays the bills. Very angry. They and probably found five people who were pissed. And probably. Like, let's who moved make there a story. from California. Uh-huh. Yeah. Let's be real. These yeah. are West Coasters. <laughs> and I don't think it's it I don't think it's harmful. Mm-hmm. On behalf of my people, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, it's not. That's Get the thing. Out. It's it's innocuous. It it can look ugly. Mm-hmm. And I uh, think people upset by what it looks like, but mm-hmm. it's. I don't, but, if, but if you know what it stands for, I don't for, think there's any yeah. human allergies to it. That's like it, complaining it, about know. the fl- the smell of the yeast brewing in the air. When you know how you can smell yes. that when oh, yeah. or the peanut butter from the Jif plant love here that. in Lexington. Oh, yes, we all love that. That's yeah. like something cherished. We roll down the windows when we know that's, that's my there. favorite smell. It's the best. Know, Sit out morning. at Mirror Twin outside and have well, a beer and smell them in, cracking them peanuts. Yes, and sometimes over here, especially on a Sunday, you mm-hmm. can smell the really, roasting. Oh, you can What's smell that it. smell? We're making peanut butter. Yeah, yeah, I love that on a winter morning when I'm mm-hmm. driving to work. It's oh, like, yeah. I'm just rolling the window down because it's and like, it's all smells warm. And if you're listening from not outside of Kentucky, we have a Smucker's plant in downtown that makes Jif. Much, much Jif. Yes, much Which was originally Big Top peanut butter. Was it really? It was the name of it, and then uh, William Big T. Top? Big, Big Top. Top. William T. Young sold the recipe oh. to P and G or Smuckers, who I think P and G is owned by Smuckers. I think I so. Know. Yeah, yeah. And that's how it became okay. Jif. But huh. it was used to be Big Top. That's how he made his first it. fortune. Okay. W T. Young. Yes, with wow. Big Top peanut butter. Okay, I, I did not know that. The GIF. Fun history lesson. Ask that's a right. librarian. That's right. That's exactly. Well, I, I worked that. in the building named after him for like how many years? I love I mean, it. The Death Star. The I Death love Star. it. But I don't think any <laughs> I call of it us, Mordor now. I don't think any of us like that live here are upset about the smell of the peanuts. So that's like being upset about the smell of the yeast yeah. um, so distilling. And when I was growing up in, in actually in Boone County, um, since it's so close to Lawrenceburg, Indiana, you could smell the Seagram's plant sometimes. Mm-hmm. The what? The Seagram's, Seagram's oh, plant. Oh, what did you smell? Just which, yeast. Which became, oh. Uh, oh shit, what's the place we drink beer from, uh, bourbon from? Uh, um, uh, MGP. MGP. MGP, yeah, yeah. MGP, so, so, MGP? really? Oh. So, see, the Seagram's plant was across the river, and uh, especially in the wintertime, yeah. for sure, you could you could absolutely, it, it was like a yeasty but kind of smell. it smells like someone's making bread in like, your backyard. You, you knew what it was, you're yeah. like, oh, that's Seagram's. Well, it's, it's MGP now, it's all there. They mm-hmm. took over. Didn't, isn't it where it is, MGP is, I think? I think so. Because yeah, Seagram's, Indiana, it's, for definitely, sure. yeah. it's definitely yeah. not Seagram's anymore. No, they, they took over all that plant. Okay. So that's where all the, dear listeners, all that good bourbon you drink that has somebody's bottle on it, it's more it's than likely sourced. sourced from sourced. like Southern Indiana or, yeah. Yep. Shh. All sourced. Tell all the secrets. Nothing is real well, now. Speaking of that, which is like, if you go to source shows, I'm sure, source your bourbon, I'm sure you can find a chemist who could break it down so you mm-hmm. could reproduce it. Because that is like the most disappointing thing when it right. happens uh, second most disappointing is when these distilleries start making their own bourbon. It's disgusting. When yes, that's, runs what out. that's what I'm talking about. I'm not going to name any, but right. But so, you know, the only one thing that's been successful is OKI, which became New mm-hmm. Riff. Yes, 
Yes, delicious. which is delicious. Yes. Delicious. Yeah. Yeah. So here's a question for y'all. And like, I, I, we had this on GBS again, uh, episode drop on Tuesday, but uh, talking about how the brewers, um, there's this brewer in Detroit who asked Chat GPT oh to, to give them a recipe to make a beer. And it gave them this really detailed recipe and they made it. And it, go listen to the episode when it drops on Tuesday if you want to hear more. But I guess then my question was, because we started talking about like, I have also heard of people saying, Chat GPT, I have these ingredients Give me a cocktail recipe. Do you think this could be done with bourbon, or is bourbon too straightforward? Like with you know the corn and the and the how and the basic the basic recipe with how you have to do it to even think about having Chat GPT like do this. make your own bourbon or make a cocktail with bourbon. Just just I'm just saying bourbon, just straight bourbon. Make your own bourbon. Yeah. Well, you would need the Kentucky water. That's the number one thing they say that our water is the like the key the limestone water filtered water is the key to the good bourbon so depending on where you live if you don't live here and you don't have that limestone filtered water you're not going to get that amazing bourbon but could you even get a like would it like what would it even say that's that's what i'd be curious about because there's only like a few steps to honestly make bourbon like with beer you get can make barrel. an ipa you can make a pilsner <laughs> yes. you can make an ale you can make a lager you can make a porter i mean there's all these different styles right that require different hops and malts and boiling points and recipes and all this stuff but with bourbon you've got rye and you've got bourbon and corn and, and, and yes. yeah, yeah and so much and corn in it yeah so um huh. i don't think you can and the reason because bourbon relies so much on the aging and where it is in the rick house and the weather yes the weather and the water and all of that well, that has I, a big yeah. plan. so even we with the mark re- this year on our calendars because i'm suspecting the stuff's going to be released i'm just saying a recipe here. though I'm saying no. No, because the recipe is set, right? Because it has to be bourbon. Has to have so much corn. Then I'd be interested to see what it said and if the recipe differed from. So most of these distilleries use the same Nashville. It just has to do with like like Sean saying. Where is it in the Rick House? Where is it being moved? Is mm-hmm. it rotating? What's happening yep. outside? Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. the only one that I know for sure is different is Makers because they do something with their staves, and theirs is the same. They 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 have like a stave recipe, right. like their Makers Forty Six is uh-huh. going to be different yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, for that for them. But I think most of them use a pretty standard, standard and that's Nashville. What I'm so, so I'd be interested to see if Chat GPT would say that you had to like rotate the barrel, like. I don't think I, they would know that. I think it would just be like, get know. a barrel, add but water. It, it would find it on the internet. It would. But uh. here's my thing. You can do it because I thought about registering for that, but they want your cell phone number. Right. And I'm like, no, thank you. Yeah. The so now I have, about me. I have seen people who have fed into it. I have this kind of liquor or I have this ingredients. What kind of cocktail can I I like make? that. Right. Yeah. Because I did that today. I was looking at something in my bar, and I was like, I have this amazing pomplemousse, which is the French word for grapefruit. What other drinks can I, what other cocktails can I make, you know, with this? Because mm. I only have, like, one that mm-hmm. I make from mm-hmm. Vegas that everyone loves. Mm-hmm. But I was like, I wonder what else I could make. And I was about to Google it. But I could do that, yes. Be like, chat GPT. I yes. have, and, like, I guess when these brewers asked it, and it was a basic, simple question about making a beer, in minutes, it had this incredibly wow. detailed recipe with all these ingredients and how to do it. Because beer really doesn't need to be aged. It doesn't. Um, but, you know, again, depending on what style yeah. you want to make, there's, you know, whatever. There's some. But, I mean, it's yeah. that's the variable in bourbon. It's like, 
how long it's aged, yeah. where it is in the rake house, if it's high, if it's low, is it middle? Did they roll the barrel before, you know? I so bet it would give you the standard, the yeah, standard recipe. Mm-hmm. But I am not going to ask it because <laughs> they want my cell phone Sean's number. afraid of it. <laughs> well, mm-hmm. let me, excuse me. I will welcome our robot overlords. Okay. All right. And my fingers are crossed under the table. <laughs> well, speaking of, uh, I guess, the internet or whatever, um, dictionary.com. Y'all from, are y'all familiar with dictionary.com? Uh-huh. Why, yes. Yes, we okay, are. Okay, well, apparently they have, OED. they have added over 300 new words to their, their dictionary landscape. Oh, boy. To be exact, yeah. 313. So I guess ChatGPT can, uh, can go out there and find some of those. But I wanted to run some of these by you all just to oh, see what boy. you thought of them. They're going to be slang, aren't they? We're obviously not going to go over all 313. It's going to be slang. slang words. Right? That I'm, I don't know. So actually, I'm going to give you the words, okay. and I'm going to see if you all can kind of maybe formulate a, a definition. <sighs> okay, I right? love word origins, but if it's slang, I'm not going to know. Yeah, so cakeism. Spell it. C-A-K-E-I-S-M. Cakeism. Any idea? Definition. The origin, I, ISM is origin of. Or yeah, create. ism, so, it's a thing. To create a cake? cake. No, it's not. It's no. a cake in, in Chinese. It's, it's easy or How to make a bougie. The false belief that one can enjoy the benefits of two choices that are in fact mutually exclusive or have it both ways. Having your cake and eating it yes, too. Yes, exactly. 100%. Yes. Okay. Fuck that word. <laughs> I hate that word. I hate that word. Dead ass. Um, dead ass like right on that's dead ass that's right on close that's on the ringers that's close spot on genuinely sincerely or truly in fact oh, so yes that that's that's a good that's a good one that's that, a dead uh, ass cocktail yeah. you gave us thank you yes <laughs> liminal space liminal, liminal space l-i-m-i-n-a-l light the liminal. word space right like loom Liminal, like no, light. No, liminal, like, lim- like subliminal, light. Liminal, like... L- light. Like sublime, liminal? Ooh. Uh, dark? A d- liminal space? A state or place characterized by being transitional or inter- intermediate intermediate in some way or any location that is unsettling, uncanny, or dreamlike. So close. Like a kind of, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was yeah. thinking like oh, subliminal. The, the bourbon room is liminal. Yeah. It's a liminal space. Liminal. Okay, I hate this one, so okay. I'm going to... And Sean, you should get this at North Paul. This is so dumb. This oh, is it's somebody's right. right-handed. Yeah, yeah, right. As, a pass to, as, yeah, opposed, as opposed to, to South, South Paul. Paul. is somebody who's left-handed. Yeah. That's so dumb. Oh, I thought it had to do with like ghetto shit, like gang no. stuff. No, like, no, no, no. It's, it's, We're trying to be inclusive here, okay. Yeah. Inclusive. Pet fluencer. Oh, I know what that is. Someone who's on like the um, socials and they have their animal as the star of the show and they use that dog to raise money because they get sponsors from what yes. they're doing. King Clarence. King, have yeah. you seen King Clarence No, on but Instagram? I follow a bunch of pet influencers because I follow, love my golden doodles. You should follow King, King Clarence. He's a black retrievers. lab. He's I will. a black lab. He's awesome. Yes. Super Dodger. Sounds like somebody's running from like his uh, mama's baby. Someone no. running <laughs> from the mama. draft. Nope. Draft dodger. Nope. nope. Someone that's good at dodgeball. Anyone who, for unverified reasons, <laughs> remains unaffected, uninfected, or asymptomatic even after repeated exposure to contagious virus. 
Oh, they keep dodging. Got yes, it. Super yes. Dodger. Oh, here's one. I might be one of them. Don't jinx it. I know. Trauma dumping. Well, that's when easy. you send your patients to other hospitals. No, Glenn, no, no. It's when your friends like roll up on you and and tell you all their issues. Yes. You spill the tea on your friends. Unsolicited <laughs> one-sided sharing of traumatic or intensely negative experience oh, or emotions in an inappropriate setting or with people who are unprepared for the interaction. <laughs> also known as a librarian. <laughs> so that's just a handful of words, oh, right? My There's God. 313. Oh, my God. Chad is such a trauma dropper. So, what do y'all think about this, like, adding new words like this? I mean, it's part of language. I mean, that's the reason the OE, the Oxford English Dictionary was started. Right. So, I don't have any problems with it. Now, how much How much more are these, how are these going to last? I don't like the it. Because if it's slang, like, does it go into the vernacular and then get taken out? But I think I think that there's, there's some relevance to the slang because a lot of our words that we use today kind of came, I think, we're feel like in we're slang. But also, when you go back and look at slang, and you're right, though. It, you, when you go back and look at slang from like the 1920s or the, the early, even in the, the 17th, 18th, mm-hmm. 19th century, we don't use that stuff anymore, But the, right? what I do like, and I think it's dictionary. Dictionary.com. It might be the Merriam-Webster.com, but there's one of these dictionary apps that tells you the history of the word or the history mm, of the word and mm-hmm, the usage. And mm-hmm. there's like a um, bar, a, a bell graph or mm-hmm. chart or something that tells you when that was word popular. was most popular. popular. So you could see like these words that you're saying. We may I don't use them, but maybe kids are using them. And then you'll see you're old. I'm too old to use them, but you'll see 2023, mm-hmm. and then maybe they're used. For five, ten years, and then you're going to see them drop off. Right. They're still going oh, to be yeah. in that damn dictionary, no, no. but they're dead to the world. Well, I mean, that's the whole point. The, the OG, the Oxford English Dictionary, is that because it'll tell you when you go look up a word, it'll say archaic, mm-hmm. which means we don't use the word anymore. Right. But yeah. it's still been um, written down for posterity. So, you know, at one time, the word was in use. And, and there's a lot it. of slang terms out there that, like, if you go and yes. look at some of these slang terms that were used in the early 20th or mm-hmm. 19th centuries, you're like, what? Yes. Yes. <laughs> and that kind of fell out of lexicon for whatever reason. So, yeah. Here's Heather, a good reason. I, I think you're right that these, these words will probably fall out of lexicon at some point or be um, transformed. Right, I think I think also words are trans mm-hmm. like can tra- yes. transformative, where they they evolve mm-hmm. to to that you take things. other things because right? our slang now comes from words that are yeah established sure hmm. yeah things that we like don't be sus well don't be suspect yeah don't don't be suspicious <laughs> or you know curse words right a lot yes. of curse words have come up through the ages. <laughs> I guess, yeah, they had. Mm. I think they have. They have evolved a little bit. Oh yeah, because the, the most famous one. What was it? Fuck. Okay. Right. It was uh, the urban legend is that it's an acronym for, for un- fornication under consent of the oh, king. Oh, see, I mm. thought it was for unlawful carnal knowledge. knowledge. That's the other one. But so you're there not were a two. Halen fan. <laughs> I think you know Edward stole that. But anyway, uh, but anyway, it the the urban legend that word came about because. If a knight did a, a favor mm. for the king, and he want yes, and he wanted to have okay relations relations with a comely wench that wasn't his <laughs> wife, he, they it. would go off on the boat, and there would be a sign, and it was okay. shorted F U C K, so he couldn't be arrested for cheating on his wife and all this other kind of stuff. But again, is that an or is that an urban legend that has evolved well, over the years, the, the, or the roommate 
back in the day preached it as gospel. Okay. So but I don't but know. but again, I still don't I Do y'all know who invented the toilet? Thomas Crapper. I thought yes, his name ex- was John, but Crapper, yes. It's Crapper. I thought it was, it was John Crapper because they say I'm on the John, but oh. maybe yes, it is John. I think it, no, so, it is so, John. So we got the word crap and on the John from his name. Yes. Well, then X-Files steered me wrong. It could be Thomas. I had John Crapper in my head. So. Were, were the coffrages Scully? Scully <laughs> no, goes, I think you you're right headed because you're on the John. It was John Crapper. John. Okay. Yeah. Well, on the Crapper. <laughs> well, dang it, X-Files, you steered me wrong. Good I mean, this is a show that had the episode Family. Leave home alone. Which, which turned <laughs> the, me off. The episode that. is called, called home. home. And yes. I don't know why, because that's not the most disturbing episode that they've yes, ever done. Yes, it is. No, it's not. Yes, it is. No, you know it's why? Not. They killed my boy Tucker Smallwood. Oh. My mind is exploding that you say one line and she knows the Sheriff, name of the episode. Sheriff oh, Andy yeah. Taylor. Andy Taylor. Yeah. Yep. That is, wasn't his, was his wife named B? No. No, she wasn't. But no. Yeah. But they got... They got beaten to death with baseball bats. Spoiler alert. Oh um, <laughs> with the mother hidden under the bed on a board. That's still not the most disturbing episode X-Files ever did. No, I maintain I, I, that. I would disagree. It's, no. Because I saw it in first run. I'm like, what did I just watch? On John won't night? watch it. That's honestly. I won't if either. He, if he was sitting here today, that is an episode. He will watch every episode of the X-Files that I ever put on and not pay attention to any of them. But if that episode came on, he would be like, nah. No, it I'm turned out. me off the episode. It turned me off the X Files. Yeah, I, I became like kind of a spotty watcher after that. I actually, I mean, I don't. Well, anyway, good episode. Whatever. Good episode. Check local listings. Okay, so um, you all fly, yes, all the time. Fly. You, fly I know like a, Heather flies all the time. Fly like an eagle. Sean flies more than I haven't flown since we went to Paris. Um, so this thing, this is kind of a, a topic that's been actually. In, I've seen it in the Daily Mail. I've seen it in a lot of different places. Um, so people are like, there's just controversy. controversy. People have Sold bought people have bought seats, mm-hmm. all right? And they're sitting in said seat on said plane, waiting for the plane to take off. Mm-hmm. And then people come up and they're like, oh, I'm with my family and we have such and such seat and you're sitting like in between us or whatever. The bottom line is people apparently are being asked to move a lot. Wow. And there are a f- bunch of people who have been called mm-hmm. out online because, like, they're like, no, I'm not going to move. No. This is my seat. Like, either from the window or so a family could sit together or whatever, right? So, I guess I want Charles' opinion on if you were on a plane, by let's just say by yourself, right? You didn't, like, Oni wasn't with you or, you know, Sean, you weren't with anybody or whatever. Um, and somebody came up and was like, you know, we have these seats and, and you're... It could, do you mind to move? Depends. If I was in the mm-hmm. middle, I would mm-hmm. want to move. I'd rather be in the window, but actually I'd like to be in the aisle because I like to get up and walk around a lot. I like so to stretch if, my legs out. Yeah, I like to stretch my legs. So if I'm in the middle and you ask me to move, yes. But if I'm if I've picked that seat and I'm there for a reason, no. I'm not I'm not moving. I have switched seats with people. And I have to. L- let's yeah. be let's be honest, it really depends on how cute the woman is. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, I mean if a dude asked me, no, bro, I ain't switching. But if a cute woman asked me, I'm gonna switch. What about if a family asked you? It again it depends. What they, what what are they giving me? Sean's like, I'm in the middle and she's gonna move to the window, so she has to get over me to get <laughs> Thank out. You. Thank you, darling. <laughs> okay. Yes. Okay. I'm, I'm, okay. Yeah. Fair but enough. no, but I'm it just it really depends. Um yeah, I mean, and if I paid extra to be against a bulkhead so my legs can stretch out mm-hmm, or an exit mm-hmm, row, mm-hmm. I'm not moving. It's but true. Anywhere else, or, or from in the aisle, I used to be a window person because I'm fascinated with flying. Mm-hmm. 
foot as if I've gotten taller and larger. I'm like, I don't want to be trapped in there unless mm-hmm. I'm flying with certain people. I don't mind it. Yeah. I, but yeah. I want the aisle because I can stick my legs yep. out. I have long ass legs. Yes. I want to put them out. But for me, like if I have to get up and someone next to me is sleeping and I don't want to wake them up, which just happens a lot. Yes. They do cross country flights. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh my God, what do I do? What do I do? So like if I'm in the aisle and you ask me to move, I'm not going to move because I need to be where I can get up and not disturb anyone yes. for your own good. Uh-huh. You're going to ask me to move and I'm going to wake you up 20 times. <laughs> Because I yeah. guess, you know, there's obviously a couple of people who put this online because that's what you do, uh, who were asked by some families to move and wouldn't do it. Um, and they were just like, I'm not going to do it because blah, 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 and, and, and whatever. And then I guess, you know, people called yeah. them out. I'm not going to be rude about it. I'm going to say, no, thank you. Um, I paid for this seat. Or I might say, yes, I will because it's a short flight. I don't care. I just want to mm-hmm. get there. Um, the last time I did this, I was coming back from Portland, that cesspool. Um, <laughs> but, and I witnessed this because there was a, a, a father and son flying and the son was younger and there was two of us on the bulkhead mm-hmm. and he had bought the, his son the bulkhead seat mm-hmm. and then the fellow next to him just like, you know what, just your kids up there, just swap. Yeah. I don't care. And I think the dude that swapped, he's like, here, I'll give you 50 bucks because I know you paid extra for this bulkhead seat for him. Oh, okay. But it was, you know, calm. But we wanted the kid by his dad because it's a long haul from Portland sure. to Chicago. Yeah. I didn't want that kid screaming. But other than that, no, plan your travel better. So Matt and I had someone move for us and they didn't have to, but yeah. we, weren't, we weren't on our honeymoon, but kind of. We had gotten married in November and in January... His company had won a trip with sales through um, something to go to Turks and Caicos. So we had to fly from Vegas to um, Charlotte and then from Charlotte into the island. And so from the flight from Vegas to Charlotte, Matt and I somehow were separated. And this was like an accident. We don't know what mm-hmm. happened. And like one of the presidents of one of the big air conditioning companies, you. yeah, he got up and moved so we could be together because everyone was like, they just got married. You know, it was, it was yeah. very sweet. So someone... Like and this guy is like a multimillionaire. It was like, I'll get up and move for you, and I was like, Oh my god, thanks, buddy. Very nice. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and that was great. We got to be together cross country. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I guess I feel like if you ask nicely, like we not even ask everyone oh, else made oh, a big wow. deal out of oh, it. Oh, like, okay. They're okay. separated. They just got married. This is their. Our honeymoon was to go back east and Leaf Peak and do all that on, yeah. on the um, eastern seaboard. So this was like the tropical honeymoon. Gotcha. <laughs> oh, the that's, beachy one because wow. we okay. got in November. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we did something at Thanksgiving yeah. and went to the Mayflower at Plymouth oh, Plantation cool. and all yeah. that sort of thing. Nice. So I got words for you nice. after this show. This is our, our real actual <laughs> tropical thing. So everyone else made a big deal out of it. And that's but not, I mean, yeah, that's cool. different. I didn't yeah. care. I was like, I'm, I'm independent. Right? I've flying most of my flights have been by myself. I'm good. I mean, that's the whole thing with me. It's like I'm yeah. flying by myself. I just right. want to get there. I always flew by myself. And when I get there, I'm not going to. I hate these people who, unless you got a connecting flight to make, sit your ass down. Exactly. Yes. God. Because I'm already here. I'm just I don't sitting care there. The I'm last. like, yes. yeah. I'm just like, whatever. Whatever, people. So I I don't know. I, 
I would probably just get up, honestly, because I'm just a very amicable person. Mm -hmm. And I'd probably just get up and move because I really honestly don't care. I'm really not probably going to talk to... Because to tell you the truth, when we came back from Paris, um, and even when we went to Paris, yeah, we we sat next to each other on the way. And we... we, Because the in-flight Air France entertainment sucked. So we watched watched some stuff we downloaded on the laptop. But coming back when we, we were on Delta... We were both like watching Chernobyl on separate screens. <laughs> and it was fun to like talk about the episodes. But to tell you the truth, if we had been separated, I would have been like, okay, I'm just going to watch yeah. this TV. You know, I'm, I'm yeah, going to read my I, book and I'm going to sleep TV or whatever. It wasn't, it wasn't, to me, it wasn't that big of a deal. No, How much do you really interact with your person you're flying with? You Not don't. Re- you it's don't. It's really just there in unless case you want to put your feet up on the person next to right? you. And yes. Unless the plane's going down. I yeah. mean, you well, know. At that point, interaction is moot because you're all dead. <laughs> right. True. Unless, yeah. unless you say, I love you. Bye. It's yeah. so loud and I have headphones in. Right. I, I really don't know what's happening. Yeah. And Matt can never hear me with his hair. It's it's just stupid. You're kind of like sign languaging the whole time. Like, yeah. do you want some peanuts? <laughs> so I feel like these people who didn't, who made a big, big to do of not moving, obviously did it for social media. You know, reasons. and it's worse is the people who like record them and put them up. These people wouldn't give up their seat. They're just as culpable. Well, no, and I think that's like exactly. So the people not giving up their seat recorded themselves. Why? Not giving up your seat to, to to go viral on TikTok and the Daily Mail and all that crap. It's stupid. Just give up your seat. You know what? If you're one person, yes or no? Who cares? Who cares? Here, now here's the baller move: is that when you go to the gate mm. and you ask the gate attendant, "Hey, we're traveling together. Is there any way we can sit together?" And if the gate agent says, uh, "Not really. This fight's handful." Cool, bro. We move on. And right. they'll say, you know what? We'll try to see what we can do. Uh-huh. And then you might end up in first class. Exactly. And they make announcements. They'll say, we've got two people separated. Right. Is there anyone willing to yeah, go? Exactly. Yeah, exactly. So yeah. don't do yeah. it on a plane. Go to the gate agent mm-hmm. and don't be mm-hmm. a jackass. There you go. Because but people don't know flight etiquette 101. No, they don't. Here's another etiquette. People dress up. Don't mm-hmm. wear your damn pajamas and your flip-flops. Uh. Put on some nice pants. Don't wear your some, booty shorts. Some, and some closed-toed shoes. That's for safety yes. reasons. Yes. And you will get treated better and say please and thank you. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know once I was I don't, coming out of D.C., a flight, we were there, we were there, we were there, and the flight got delayed and eventually canceled. And we got like a suite for like two-thirds off. Yeah. Because we went to the little desk and said, hey, we're stuck here. You got any deals? Yep. Please help us. And he said, please. And the people have been beat up all day long by assholes. And mm-hmm. you say please to them and thank you. Mm-hmm. I hope you have a better day. You will get everything mm-hmm. you need. They'll help you out. Oh, they will. And I've gotten upgrades that way mm-hmm. on flights. It's just like, please and thank you. Can you do this? No. Okay. That's cool. Thank you. Have a nice day. And before you walk away from the desk, they'll mm-hmm. say, come back, come back. I think mm-hmm. we can help you out. Mm-hmm. That's yep. all you need to do. Yep. That's all you don't just, yeah. Don't throw a fit. Don't, don't act, don't, don't act a jackass. Yes. Don't be a jerk. Yeah. That's all you got to do is nine times out of 10, be nice to people. And if they can't help you, they can't yeah. help. And you know what? If they can't help you, then you've got to realize they're not, they're not being a jerk either. No, it's they legitimately company, yes. can't help you. I mean, if yes. the flight's booked, the flight's, flight's booked, booked, right? Well, what, yeah. what can you do? Yeah. It's, yeah. it's just amazing. It's the same thing about the Christmas season. Mm-hmm. 
from like after Thanksgiving, I'm I'm really nice to check out people and all that in stores. But when Thanksgiving hits, mm-hmm. to the end of Christmas, I'm always pleasant to those people because they are having the mm-hmm. worst six weeks of their mm-hmm. damn lives. Yep. This is why I take are, yes. my dog into stores around Christmas because yes. they you're so excited to see and they want to like hug a therapy him and, dog. Yes. Yep, yep, because they've had the worst six weeks. So I take my dog in shopping just for fun, and she brightens everyone's world because nice. they're like, "We've had the worst month. Everyone's so mean to us." And then here comes Lucy. Yeah, yeah. same Thank thing. You. Oh my yeah. dog, oh my pet dog, me. pet me. Wags her tail. <laughs> I will not accept you not petting me. Well, I'm a dog. Pet me. <laughs> she wanted to come with me today. I was like, "Ooh, no, Bacon will not let you in her house." Uh, she's upstairs, so she she would have, but it would have been all right. So what this means before we move on is like, just have some common courtesy right? people, and the the skids of life will be greased for you mm-hmm. if you're just safe. Yep. Please, thank you. I'm always nice to the flight Yes, attendant. exactly. Always. There's no reason not to I be. Say, I make eye contact when I get on the plane. I say hello. Hello. Have a great day. How are you? You know how many Thanks recommend- for having yeah. me. How many recommendations I've gotten to say, yeah. they, they'll like when you're walking off, they'll remember, it's like, so is this your destination? I'm like, yeah, it is. And I was like, well, you need to go here, here, and here. Mm-hmm. Or they'll say, wait for me at the top of the gate because mm-hmm. I'll tell you some places to go. Mm-hmm. So yeah. And bottom line is they're doing their job. Mm-hmm. Yes. That's their job and they're doing it. Mm-hmm. Now, lo and behold, if they're nasty to me, the gloves come off. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's for another time. Yes. All right, so I want to get to these cocktails that we that, that we consumed because <laughs> these were absolutely delicious you loved it i loved, loved it. it we I sucked did. those down super oh, no well shit. super springy mm-hmm. um you know because we are in sm- i'm feeling the weather with this we are me- meteorological spring <laughs> well we're in smarch i i like this i call it smarch because simpsons it, it's not march anymore it's it will always be smarch to me um but you know it's been decent mm-hmm. weather besides mm-hmm. the wind that blew everybody off the face of the earth mm-hmm. uh but overall super springy um you know we're gonna get i think we're still we still could we could still get snow possibly but but overall we're okay right now and these cocktails were right on point so i've had snow in may so i'm not out of the snow belt until mm -hmm. after derby Mm. okay so we have a little lemon peel in these so what else we got going on in these things we've got two ounces of maker's mark okay we've got three fourths of honey syrup that i made homemade fresh don't give them the whole recipe it's just honey okay so it's honey and like water of course like you make hot water and honey honey syrup and then Mm -hmm. you've got some fresh squeezed lemon and then your lemon peel for garnish i like to curl and this is a recipe from Maker's Mark called the Maker's Gold Rush. They make this at the distillery, often in their bar inside. When you sign up for a tour and you're waiting on your tour and you can go to the little bar and get a cocktail, this is one of the featured. And I see them making this. I've never made it. Um, so did you use Maker's in I this? did. I used Maker's. I was very, I, was I really follow good. the recipe to their tea. I usually okay. make my own twist on right. it. But since you, y'all were getting my guinea pigs, mm-hmm. I've never made this one before. I haven't tweaked it. I... I don't think I could do anything to this it, other than mm, mm. I might put a cherry. I was just gonna say, just say I might put a cherry a, in it. I could do a draw like a, a spoonful uh, of like delicious um um Luxardo cherry juice. See, I wanted a, a touch more sweetness, I think. Okay. So the just cherry to cut the acid. Yeah. Okay. Just so you would want more acid. honey syrup. Yes. Okay. Yes. So mm-hmm. I thought it was delicious. It was very refreshing. Yes. But I think I would now that you're talking about this cherry and all this, mm-hmm. I think I would like a just a touch more sweetness to mm-hmm. cut the acidity. I wonder if I if I added like a splash 
of simple syrup or Ooh. you know something sugary because the honey's I made, not that sugary no, yeah right it's know, not and this, if you boil um, it it yeah. kind of becomes not so yeah. one of the neighbors on the street his little nine-year-old kid makes homemade honey they have Ooh. honey and i've got old red honey farm made okay. in richmond on my street so um ryan's nice enough i can buy honey and he had given me some so i used my neighbor's honey to make this yeah. i've never okay. bought honey in a store since i've lived here you and know, i love me some honey. and maybe some of rod's relatives who do have the oh, yeah. bourbon honey uh-huh oh, that might yeah honey? yeah which might, actually oh. we have here at oh. the house to tell you truth. so sean what did you think of it overall oh it was excellent because i killed that i mean i sour but down. refreshing i find like yes. sour is refreshing anything yes. with lemon juice and sour right. is refreshing and lemonade I, yeah. And, yeah 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 it was tasty. It was. It was really good. But I think I would just like that, a little that, sweeter. That yeah. that much more sweetness. Sweet. Like you mm-hmm. can't see my fingers, but it's just a little <laughs> little touch of smidge. Those touch of you watching smidge. on News Channel Eight. Yeah. I could probably get that in there for you. Honestly, it could be either a, a simple splash of simple syrup. Mm. I could even dissolve a, a sugar cube in there, mm-hmm. or like I said before, a Luxardo cherry, a, sp- a spoonful of the juice. I actually think the cherry would cherry be lemonade. really good. Yeah. Yes, I do cherry because it would honey. add it would add that sweetness and it mm-hmm. would add a, t- add a touch of cherry. Mm-hmm. Um, but without overpowering everything mm-hmm. else. Mm-hmm. I just want to do something new today. I was that like, was what good. Can I it do? was. I was tasting. I mean, it I easy. inhaled that. Easy Solid. peasy. Yeah. So- Other than me making that syrup at home, this was easy peasy. No, it was, it was really lemon good. squeezy. Really, <laughs> and good. I did squeezy lemons. <laughs> Okay. Easy peasy, I <laughs> So no blinding today. We all saw it was on the table. Um, we just had to pick something out of the approved bourbon that was on the floor mm-hmm. here. You're welcome, John. <laughs> in the bourbon room. Mm-hmm. Um, I, be- I I can't imagine this wasn't approved. I'm pretty sure it was. So we opened the new riff. I'm just kidding. <laughs> no. Um, no, 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 no. It was at Blanton's with the Blanton. horse in full oh, stride. Actually, yeah. we opened Kentucky Owl. Uh, <laughs> yes. Drank the well, whole thing. One of the good bottles, not the yeah. Crap. Not it's the crap, but like the real good bottles that are in the the bottom of the uh, uh, sideboard. Actually, there. there was a squat bottle involved too. Oh yes, that we opened, cracked it. Right, it was it gone. It's mm-hmm. gone. No, what we did drink was this Bank Street Bourbon whiskey. Um, it's forty percent. It's eighty proof. It was actually made in Scoville, New Jersey. Bottled by Regent Distillers, Scoville, New Jersey. What'd you all think of this? So it tasted young. It definitely tasted weak. I knew it wasn't even 90. And it was okay to drink, not at first. It opened up. And then Mm -hmm. at the end, I was like... Oh my God, my tongue is this like antiseptic cherry kind Thank of you. aftertaste Thank of like cough syrup and like cough drops, you know. And I was like, okay, no. So I probably wouldn't drink it again. I don't know what the price point on us on that. We'd have to ask the CEO. Um, I'm guessing it's about $10. CFO. Uh, I'm just kidding. CFO. 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 Carrie is the CEO. CEO. I'd have to ask the CFO, but I'm guessing it's $10 to $20. I'm just kidding. $20. I don't think it was that much, seriously. Yeah, yeah. Like, so I, it, and it was, it was it was bought like at mm-hmm. Total Wine mm-hmm. as, oh, let's buy this for bourbon and bad opinions because it's probably going to suck. Mm-hmm. I don't think it sucked. It doesn't suck, but it's not good. It didn't suck <laughs> as much as the one that we had. No, uh, we're improving. Oh, that was horrid. Yeah, we're right? improving from last week. I, I would say the same thing as Heather. Um, because Chad has made me a proof whore. It's it, really young. Really yeah, low. anything under 100, right. it's like I can barely taste, yeah. which means, you know, I would probably, if I was at home, I would drink this whole bottle and like, okay, I'll get up and go to work in the morning. <laughs> right. um, 
The color is all right. Mm-hmm. Um, Colors better than some I've some yes. some I've some, seen. Yeah, right? some things I've brought in this right. house. There's yeah. some age on there though. Right? It's five Which, years. Oh, it is fun. Yeah, okay. but it was. I think it was a young five years, well, and, I, and then I added an ice cube to my second pour, uh, and it just kind of washed out. Ah, uh, so I there's saw you do yeah, that. so there's yeah. there's not a lot of backbone to this okay. at all. I don't like that it's called Kentucky Straight, but it's made in New Jersey. Yeah. It's not very politically that correct. That doesn't sit well story. with me. Yeah. I it's suspect trickery. this is this sorcery and trickery. I suspect this is probably an MGP it's product witches. that they is one of their worst uh, products. Witches, it's switches. witches, witches. Switches. Oh, no, it's switches. no, it's witch, it's witches. It's uh, it's uh, what, what we do in the, the shadows. shadows. I suspect witches. because it was bottled by Regent, so it was probably something they bought from MGP. The MGP was probably yeah. trying to get rid of. Yeah, so she was reading it, trying to figure out what the hell it was from. Yeah. I'm like MGP. Yeah. yeah, it's it's fine, which means it could be Buffalo Trace. <laughs> you never know where it's from, right? No, mm-hmm. I know Buffalo Chase. I hear. Oh, I think the, C- the CFO is home. John, come here. You're going to have to get in here real quick. He says, hang on. He's like uh, getting out of his hazmat suit from his work at the corporate pharmacy. Probably be edit- oh, we, I'll, I'll get him on the mic get when him he gets on the here. Mic. I'll, I'll edit all this out, but um, yeah. So anyway, but yeah, it was um, it was an all right. Bourbon. It was fine. I think I have a problem because it's like basically it's brown <laughs> liquor and I'll drink it at least once. But it it didn't suck as much as la- as last episodes. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh that my was god, horrid. it was so bad. And it didn't suck as much as some of the stuff I've brought into this house, which is still decorating <laughs> the sideboard. I haven't I haven't drank bourbon since the last time we met. After that experience, I was like, we we broke up. We broke up for a minute. Um, you all were so like I was listening back to that, you know, I it, before I put it on the internet or whatever. And I was like, oh uh, my god, you hate. There he you, is. It's the man of the so, hour. So 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 much. Look at this gentleman in his handsome shirt. Oh, is that a Sears Decker shirt, sir? <laughs> it could be. I I guess it, it is. could be. Ladies and gentlemen, we have a guest, a special funny. guest. He looks tired. He's been fighting the electricity. Out I'm done. Stuff. Completely done. So was this terrible? Not it super wasn't terrible. It wasn't terrible. It wasn't good. It wasn't bad. You're gonna have to talk into that, if it, like for real. I just wondered if it was terrible. It wasn't. It wasn't. Well, that's good. I'm glad to see. I hope that the it wasn't. Um, I'm glad it didn't rival last week. It did not. Oh my, that was foul. That makes me happy. Did not. Did not. We're, we're, we're still wondering. Money. We're wondering about a price point. Guess. <laughs> I think it was like thirty-five dollars. Oh. Told you thirty, twenty-five, thirty. Okay. Yeah, I think yeah. that's about right. Okay. Yeah, because it's um, I'd never seen it before, and it was like it's what's it called, Bank Street. Never it's, heard of that. Yeah, it's from New Jersey. <laughs> oh, I'm pretty one, sure you. I'm pretty sure you bought it as a like joke. No, I bought it. I bought it because I'd never seen it before, and I thought, oh, it's. Uh, what surprised me was that it was age stated. Mm-hmm. To tell you the truth. When I saw it for that price and it was age dated, I'm like, well, that's probably not good, <laughs> but it was worth a shot. Yeah. So, so there you go. All right. Well, we got end of the show shout outs. Any end of the show shout outs? Anyone? 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 I'm going to shout out all the linemen who work for uh, yes. Kentucky Utilities. And all the and linemen Louisville. who work for everywhere else that are yes, coming into the coming state in to try to help to out. To save us because electricity being out is... Uh, Actually, it, I don't mind it, but Mama L kind of hates it. Right, yeah. So anyway, shout out to them. I'm going to shout out to all of my neighbors who just band together and look out for one another in these terrible windstorms and 
post on our neighborhood Facebook group if a uh, road is blocked or lines are out or first one to lose power post and we all jump on and then we try to figure out when we're going to you know power restored so absolutely shout out to the amazing neighbors who come together when things get wild for sure yeah so i'm going to shout out the university of kentucky hockey men's hockey team hockey because you should go heather they get they get no funding from the university not a drop their coach is not they don't he he ain't big big time making bucks he still has a day job and whatever he's a club coach he is a club coach he does it for the love of hockey the players play for love of hockey um they made it to the nationals the ach the american collegiate hockey association yeah acha uh nationals championship game but they have to pay their own way because the university is giving them nothing they have a gofundme set up they leave they're supposed to leave on the 15th so you can have time to donate i think they were over halfway to their goal of eighty thousand dollars at the time Mm. of recording this Mm. so even if you can have a dollar five dollars they have some price points where you get like a shirt and uh you can get a toboggan ashley judd poster no but you can get a uk hockey toboggan uh if you donate a certain amount of money so go help them out because they haven't been into this national championship since 0708. I know Coach Pergram, he was he's been on GBS before. He's they he they've worked really hard. The the guys work really hard. They play for they don't get scholarships. They just play for the love of playing hockey, right? Well, I get a Rebecca um, Greyhart's poster. No. Uh so but they deserve to go to this national championship game. So, you know, if you can go help them out and I hope they get there. I hope they meet their goal and I hope they get to go because Solid. they totally deserve it. Solid. We absolutely deserve it. On, so on shout out to UK hockey. Mm-hmm. Yes. I have a UK hockey jersey, so I know you uh-huh. nice. Yeah. So. I'm watching hockey scores on my phone as we record this. There you go. <laughs> My team's up to nothing. Go yeah. go. You you need you really need to go. <laughs> I see. do I, need to go. They play at midnight, but you really need to go. I'm up till one or yeah. two every night anyway. Right. Before so you go, we it. go. In my younger days, when they first started that, that was like the best fun. Oh, it's so fun. It's still fun. Yes. Like they have the they always have a packed house and it's yeah. super fun. And like I said, Coach Program, that dude's a great guy. And we actually uh, when Lee was on GBS, we actually got to go and like do the fire extinguishers nice. for the team coming yes. out. Yes. And like yes. they're just like it's a it's a great this great coaching staff and it's a great group of guys that play and you know they super deserve to go to nationals. Yep, yep, so yep, 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 yep. Please help them. Not just this year, because you know every year. Any year every well, year. and I know I can tell you right now that that I have you know he told me or he told us uh, that when he took over the program, it was pretty down. Like they had they had some some yeah. issues with the program when he took over, and he's really like mm-hmm. brought it back up to to where it it was. So if the university the giving them some money, they would probably be in the Frozen Four. I'm just saying. Hey, you never know. You I'm never just know. All right, well, any, anything else? No. Anything else for the Let's good go. of the group? We're into the show shout outs because we're going to go. Let's go. we going. we gone. Uh, As always, thank you for listening to us. <laughs> and thanks, Heather and Sean, for actually showing out today. Woo! woo. <laughs> DMB crew in the house. Word, Jesus. Jeebus, save me. What's your, uh, what's your famous tagline? If you know, you know, and if you... <laughs> if you know, you know, and if you don't, you probably, you probably shouldn't. shouldn't. We'll see you later. See ya. Peace. Peace.
song that Jane likes. <laughs>